Hello, I'm Jeff. I'm Kim. And I'm Tom. And we are three old Reds fans, and we're back for our second podcast. And uh, a week ago or so, we were in the dumps, weren't we? We sure were. Reds couldn't win a game, couldn't get anybody out, couldn't score any runs. A week later... Here we are. First place, baby. We woke up in first place today. Who'd have thunk it? So, but before we get into all that, we had a trivia question last week, which nobody answered, all six or seven of our followers so far, but we'll get there. This is, this is a building process. We're kind of like the Reds. We're starting young. We're going to build ourselves We're starting up. young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're old, starting young. So, last week's question was what, Kim? The question we asked was, who was the first designated hitter in the National League? And... Often Jeff and Tom and I will text each other, especially during games, and we'll have trivia time and such. But evidently, somehow or another, Tom was not part of this trivia question. So Tom doesn't know the answer, so he wants to try to answer it. Yeah, so I'm using the the deductive reasoning. So I'm assuming here, because we're three old Reds fans, that this has a connection to the Reds. So I'm guessing maybe 1975, when the Reds were in the World Series. Or maybe seventy six. Am I getting? Am I warm there, guys? You're warm. <laughs> Is that warmer? I'm either. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we're not going to give you the year. I mean, you're, you're warm. <laughs> okay, and then I'm guessing it's somebody you know, the ninth man for the Reds. So, like an, an arm brester or somebody like that for the Reds. Somebody like that, but not somebody not like exactly that, but it like wasn't that. Ed Armbrister. Uh, and he did DH in the World Series. Is it George Foster or uh, George, George played left field. field. Um, it was a good player. All right, it was not the 75 series. Really? The most controversial trade. I believe it was Bob Halsam or who was the GM? Yeah, was, yeah, he was the GM. The most, oh, Dick he Wagner. Later on, well, Wagner. It was Wagner or was it Halsam tried to do it? Whatever. I think Wagner. Anyway. I think Wagner. The most, he, he came back later on, many years later, and says he regrets ever making trading this player away. As a result of trading this player away. Paul O'Neill. After the 75 season, 70. after the 75 season, because he played in the 75 series. We'll see. Well, yeah, you're right. He played in the 76 series, yeah, too. Yeah, it was like 77 or 78. But traded them, okay, so they traded this guy later on so this DH player could play every day in the field. So think of it. I'll give you a little bit of a hint. It was a Reds infielder that they traded, traded away. So they could put this guy on the field. So go go by position. You know it wasn't the catcher. So go from there, Tom. He's a Hall of Famer. What did you say? Oh, don't. Well, I mean, you got Morgan at second and Concepcion <coughs> at short. And who played first? Keep going. Dan Dreesen. Well, who played first in the World oh, Series? Perez. Perez. So they traded Perez. So. Who could play first? So Dreesen could play first? Yeah. Dreesen's your answer. Ah. Yeah, he, he DH'd in the 76 series, right? That's correct. That was the first the year of the DH? Or was so the it... answer to our first trivia question is Dan Dreesen. I don't know if it's the first year of the DH. It's the first year they put it in the series. I think first the DH year was seven. of the DH that they had it in the series, because I think they may have alternated a year. They, they yeah. didn't do the home and away. Anyway. Uh, but I that's think good, it started. I question. think it started in '73. I think Ron Bloomberg of the Yankees was the first DH. Okay, it's so, a trivia question. Now, now we need one for the next week. Yeah, so go ahead and ask it, and then we'll revisit it again later. 
You got you oh, had the another trivia question. Yeah. Okay. Pete no. Rose, known as a singles hitter, stretching him out to a double, but <laughs> he did he did have three homers in one game. Who was the team that he hit three homers against? We we all know it. So we're not going to say yeah. it on the And it was right in their now. stadium, right? It was in their stadium. It was an away game. All right. Very good. And I was there. Game. I was there in person. You were there. I was there. <clears throat> All right. So, can you prove that? You have to take a step? Probably not. <laughs> Final score was 14-7 Reds. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so what? this team right now, I mean, uh, it's Monday evening when we're, when we're uh, recording this. Uh, we we're, we're pausing the game here. The Reds and the Yankees just got underway, and they're down three to one right now. And we're uh, taking time to do this because we can finally get together here and do this and talk about the Reds. So, what have they won? Six out of seven, something like that. That's correct. Uh, Seventeen and fourteen, right 17 now. Seventeen and fourteen. We woke up in first place. Kim, what's the biggest? Give give us one reason why this has happened. What's one thing you see? Collective hitting. Collective hitting. Timely hitting. Yeah. It, well, what do you think the strength of this ball club is right now? Well, it's, they can score. What about the what about the relief pitching? Scoring and relief pitching. Starting pitching is a struggle, but they've proven with Garrett the other day, you know, even against the Giants, they've proven when, when the starting pitching is at least pretty good, they're going to win a lot of games. Now, when it's really bad, it's hard to, for anybody to win, but – you mean, and you don't, Feldman's not going to throw a shutout every time out either like he did last night. But so, but still, <clears throat> when they get some starting pitching, it all comes together. I so. think we got to talk about the real reason that they're in first place. Wow, no, it's Shebler. <laughs> That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> Why does that come up with every. <laughs> I like the guy. The he's, real hey, reason. He's pulling his weight. He's pulling his weight. I think the real reason that the Reds are in first place right now is Brian Price obviously listened to our last podcast. Oh. He moves Zach Cozart to the second spot yeah, in the order. Yeah, well, he's one of the six guys that listened, I think. No, you're right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what's uh, Zach hitting 351 now? Yeah. He started out cold, too. He did. He go one for 14 games. in the two-hole, and then Jeff one night takes it back. You got what you want. You what you asked for, but Zach's uh, turned it around. I really I like st- our first six hitters. I still think our key, and in this last half inning... Those two guys didn't come through. Duvall and Suarez. Oh, you yeah. know what you're going to get from Joey, right? Zach's doing, doing hopefully. What he's going to do. It up. <clears throat> Billy's needs to do what he's doing now, but more consistently. Yeah, you're four and five. And I think Suarez is a key. Your four or five had to produce. Your four or five has to produce consistently. And they have been. They just didn't in that inning. And they're not going to if, every inning. Even but. if Billy does Billy and pops the ball up and hits 210. Um, Cozart and and Joey are going to get on base, yeah. And so you you need your four or five. Yeah. Well, and Billy's been hitting, which has been which is which has been fun to just watch him run the bases and yeah. and create havoc and disrupt everybody. The big it's question mark is right field. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. So for for our listeners, he, he's, Jeff raised has his, a little, he's, he's raised his average like sixty points since the last time we the talked. Word man crush comes to mind. Yes. Jeff's got a man crush on on Scott Shebler. Uh, it's a little disturbing. No, nah, no, nah, not too much. Well, I see. I get texts with a heart when we talk about <laughs> Shebler. I mean, I've got, I've got proof of this one. I mean, it, this is a little disturbing. <laughs> and he's on fire and right he, now. Well, he's, he's been hitting. Hit. Yeah, even when like like the other day, I think he went like zero for four, and he came back and got a couple hits the next day. It wasn't mm-hmm. like. He's going to go in this long extended thing, you know, and he's not going to hit, and he's not going to hit 
400 like he did that one week forever. I mean, nobody does, right? Or 375 yeah. or whatever he hit for a week. And it's not going to happen. But he's showing – he's starting to establish some consistency, which really is reflective of the whole the whole team right now, just a little more consistency. And, you know, and, and we like to see that stuff. That's the kind of stuff we need. So um, one thing I think in the offense is, I, as we were talking earlier before we got started, um, I think there's a lot more patience at the plate by people. I think I think you see guys – you know, when the when it's the pitch to pull, they pull it. When it's a pitch to take it up the middle, they they take it up the middle. When it's when it's that pitch on the outside part, go with it. Go with it. Take it the other way. It seems like they're doing that. They're sitting balls through shifts. You see some ground balls that like through big holes in the infield, crossing up the the shift and the scouting reports a little bit. So so that's good to see. We'll and see they, how they respond because you know as the season goes on, the scouts pick up tendencies and they're going to have to sure. make adjustments. So. Joey obviously knows how to make adjustments. I mean, Zach hit the ball well before he was injured, too. Yeah, He's pretty year. established. Duvall had a good half a season last year. And he mm-hmm. still finished with 100 RBIs. He can't. Even, he, even his second half wasn't as good as his first half. It wasn't like it was terrible. We just don't need a Reds home run hitter in the Derby because two years ago Todd Frazier did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's then true. kind of fell off. But Frazier's continuing to play well. So, But Suarez, you know, can I don't think we expect him to in that in that five hole to hit three thirty. No, but if he can hit three hundred, if he can even two eighty to two ninety, right, with the occasional power and get up to about twenty two to twenty six home runs, that's all you need. That'd be good shape. You know. So what's the red schedule look like coming up? Do you guys know? Uh, they're going at to San Fran. Yeah, they leave here and then at the go Cubbies. to San Francisco Cubbies. They got a day off between before they get to San Francisco, and then they got a day off when they get back, which sort of brings us up to the next thing of. Um, that I think is interesting is what they did with Amir Garrett. And there's been a lot of talk about that. And and the Reds have given their reasons of <clears throat> spreading out his innings a little bit. He's not gonna, I don't think he's going to start while he's down there. If he does, he won't go very long. Uh, they just want to – and I think the uh, – so they, they don't want him to get to 200, I think, this year. They're worried about that. I mean, he seems like he can. He's a big, strong guy, but you know how they are So anymore. that was the issue? It's innings pitched? It's, it's not – Another year of control. And it's another year of control. That's, yeah, that's, the, uh, that's probably the biggest reason, yeah. but um, they probably wanted to do that. But while, the reason they're doing it now is because of the days off and they can go four-man rotation for about 10 days or two weeks. And he's got to stay down at least 10 days, right? Something like that. So. Yeah, they said that they expect him back by the 21st. And he'll come back and start. I mean, he'll be back in rotation. I mean, there's no doubt about that. It's what they're going to do with the rest of it. So we talked earlier, you know, what was the thing you brought up earlier too about the rotation and who's going to be in there. What guys in this rotation right now will be pitching starting for this team next year? So I think we all agree Garrett is the guy that immediately comes to mind. Although his – how many alleys have we really seen the guy? Four times? Six. Is that yeah. six starts? Five of is, them. Five that, good ones. Five is that good too ones. early for us to be making that well, call? If you had he to certainly s- has the stuff, and he's a lefty. Maybe it's compared to everything else we've got <laughs> that starts right now. But, but no, I, he's uh, – and, and Welsh, I like listening to Welsh. I don't know how you guys feel yeah, about him. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's fun. But I, I, I really appreciate his experience as a pitcher and a major league pitcher at that, and he talks about keeping the ball low. And I'll say he had four good starts, one horrible start, and his last start I thought was so-so. Yeah, he just yeah. walked four. Rough. Well, he started roughly. The game started roughly, but he sort of. Yeah, and he just wasn't himself. He walked four batters. What did yeah. he go? Five innings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, when he 
gets that ball to where he wants it to be low. He is so effective. I think that size of his and that arm length, and he he can really well. And maybe be so having effective. maybe having a, a bad start and then a so-so start had played into this decision too. Maybe they thought we better pull the trigger. control. We better pull the trigger on this idea. Maybe they were wishy-washy. He wasn't so great for a couple starts. Let's slow him down. Who knows? You don't know what these guys think. They tell you, you know, we hear what they say, but nobody lies to you more than coaches and managers and everything else, especially, you know, to the reporters and stuff. Nobody. So, Bronson Arroyo, got to admit, <clears throat> what's he, three and two now? I, I am he surprised all surprised. of us. If he can go six innings and give up no more than, as much as I hate to say it, give up no more than three runs, we take it. Yeah, you do, especially with the offense you have and the bullpen you have. I saw him interview the other day, and he says, I'm having a hard time once I get over 80 pitches. I'm just hitting a wall. Yeah. And so he's he's struggling getting himself back in major league shape. Yeah, yeah. That's got that fastball up to 86 to 88. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh at it. Yeah, for him, know, that's good. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's a change of pace, you know. Like, I, I don't – you know, the, the whole push lately in baseball has been, you know, how hard can they throw? And that's who we're signing, and that's who we're pushing, and that's who we're promoting. But – and there's something to having a rotation with a variety of types of guys instead of everybody. Like they put a knuckleballer in. Yeah, and, and there's something to that having a. Le- that's why you have lefties and righties, right? Is it? Is there something to a guy who? Uh, I mean, Arroyo's kind of like the crafty right-hander, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's well, become that. Yeah, I guess if Price can use him, where they like they follow him up in that sixth inning when Arroyo goes out. With who's our, who's the hard throwing guy in the bullpen? Lorenzen. Lorenzen or Stevenson, or Stevenson or somebody like that. Yeah. So that could be a nice combination. It was nice to see Lorenzen get a save the other night, the old three-inning save. Yeah. I'm glad, I was glad they kept him in just to give him consistent Reps. work yeah. rather than an inning. Right. Uh, that, that was good because he needs it. He needs to, uh, he needs to start prove, giving yeah. us good results. Yeah. yeah. You know, and <clears throat> I think there's, no, there's nothing that says Lorenzen won't be a starter someday either. Yeah. Depends on what's happened. They got so many guys in the minors that I think they like. That they don't know, they probably have a depth chart, but it probably changes almost every day, you know, so to speak. They have this list and this map of here's this guy, this guy, and it's probably moving around. I mean, there's just a lot of, there's some guys down there that can throw. Uh, There's some guys that we think are supposed to be great, like Stevenson, and he really hasn't been that good since single A. But he's he's got stuff, you know. Who's our lefty in the bullpen? Peralta. Peralta. Is that, is that about Singrani. it? Singrani. And Singrani was on the DL. And Cody Reed was. <clears throat> I don't think we'll ever see Singrani back in the rotation, but. I don't either. you got to have a lefty in the bullpen, though. Well, you got, yeah, a couple. But you, you got to feel good about Lorenzen and, and Iglesias. Those are two mm-hmm. solid guys right now in the bullpen. Yeah, and Storin. Storin's been. Yeah, Storin was that. a really good signing. He has had a lot of good seasons, and he struggled a little bit the last couple of years, but new new place. Not being having to come in and be the closer, just go out and pitch an inning here and there and do your thing. And they got a seems to relax and he's got him for well. somewhat of a bargain too, right? Because he yeah, really he, he was a free hasn't agent done as well signing. lately. Yeah. So reminds me of the guy they signed. What was it a couple of years ago from the Phillies, and he never pitched for him because of an injury. What was his name? Sean Marshall or no, no, no. Uh, Marshall did sign. He pitched uh, some. Oh, I know who you mean, but I can't think of his name. And, and Chapman ended up, that's when Chapman ended up being the ace of the bullpen. Yeah. 
I can't think of that guy's name. Oh well, somebody somebody tweeted us if you listen. All four of them. Oh yeah, somebody will. Somebody tweeted. I can't remember who that was, but okay. So the Reds being in contention kind of changes the whole um, complexion of this team. So let's say they get to the All Star break and they're within five five games, right? Um, mm-hmm. We were saying in earlier, the wild card hunt, anyway. Yeah. yeah. We were saying earlier this year that, oh, Cozart's just a matter of time mm-hmm. before they get rid of Cozart. So they're within five at the All-Star break or even after the All-Star break. Do they still deal Cozart? Or do they play it to win? Uh, and another variable on As a that, fan, we want them to play it to win. Of course. You want to you try to win when you can. You never know when you can. But but another variable to depends that Depends on question, what you get offered. Aside from winning or, or not, is who is being offered. Sure. If it's an incredible prospect right fielder. or player, right fielder. <laughs> it's the next Shebler. I mean, come on, you know. I'm still upset with the uh, GM basically giving Chapman away. Yeah, that was the worst. That was trip. horrible. Yeah, well, I mean, don't you think horrible. every great team you got to have a great number three hitter, which you can put Votto in that category, and you got to have a shutdown starter. But you know how we use the expression a once in a lifetime player. Chapman, to me, has been a once-in-a-lifetime player. I have never seen a pitcher, and the stats back this up, who can throw consistently for no 100-mile-an-hour-plus no and strikes this many out. What did he have, like 49, 48, 49 straight outings with at least one strikeout? That had never been done. He's truly been a once-in-a-lifetime pitcher. Yeah. And who do we get for him? Ah, rookie Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, the Yankees got a top prospect for him, and then the Yankees got him back a year later. I thought that was just a horrible, horrible move by our GM. And I think part of that had to do with the domestic abuse case. I think they right. wanted to have a little bit of a PR. I'm sitting there thinking, keep them, wait till next July. Some team is going to give you what you oh, want you get a, or you get over and... trade for him. Yeah, way and bigger. And they didn't. He went ahead and made the move early and horrible move. Okay, as much as I love the Reds, I'm going to be a negative Reds fan here. Oh, well. So likely, right ahead. The likely path is the Reds are indeed who we thought they, they were. thought they were going to be. We get to the All Star break and they're ten plus games out. Okay, so what's missing then for next season for them to be? I mean, I still I still like our our top it's, six or it's seven the pitching. Hitters. It's it's the starting. It's the, it's, it's the rotation a, and yeah and you know arm injuries are. I mean, look what happens. Look, look what's happened to the Mets. I mean, yeah. they're a disaster. And Matt Harvey's, and he's off the rails. He's he's getting himself suspended because he won't follow team rules. Um, thinks he's already won three Cy Young awards. He's not even come close to one. He acts like he has. So, and his he, agent. And his agent. He's Boris's agent, I think. I don't remember, but I, do, I know a couple of years ago in the uh, opening game, they was, talked about shutting him down for the playoffs. Yeah. His agent came out that, and, and everyone was so upset with yeah. his agent and Harvey himself. So there's those issues. So you see, here are the Mets. They get to the World Series, they don't win it, and everybody's looking at them next, last year and, and this year, and they're pitching, and what, Syndergaard's hurt now, right? And So all these things. And so it looks what happened to us. I mean, we got a guy – Who's throwing two no hitters? Who can't throw? Who, if he was healthy, would be a really good pitcher? Scalfani would be really. If he, you know, if those guys were healthy. But you need. I look at the like... one. Look at the one two we'd have, and then you, then you could, you'd be feeling a lot better about it. So I think if it depends on depends on the health of the rotation and those guys that you, that you know are your 
big guns at the top, what's going to happen to them? I mean, I, I agree. I agree with you, Jeff. But I feel like to get to win the division or go deep in the playoffs, you got to have a Cy yeah. Young candidate. You do, and then you got to have other guys that have career years. Right. Yeah, well, that's what the Cubs had last year, and they're not getting it this year. Right. They're not getting. They're starting the pitching Indians is too. not very good, and the Indians is a little down. And, but I don't think the Reds have a Cy Young candidate on their well, roster. I mean, I guess Garrett has that potential. Maybe I don't know. You're big on Finnegan, right, Jeff? Well, I like Finnegan. I mean, I think. Is he a, will he ever it, be a Cy Young candidate? I don't know. Candidate? I don't know. I like him. I mean, he's got potential. I think they've got a bunch of guys who could be good. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Who's that? Who's going to come out and be Doc Gooden? I don't know. I don't know if anybody is, but you know, mm-hmm. that's what you're asking for. Who's going to be Doc Gooden? Who's going to be Kershaw? Who's going to be this guy? You know, Bumgarner. Every fourth or fifth or, day, you just know they're going to. Yeah, well, there. we had him, and we traded him to the Royals two years ago. Quite so. a, right. <laughs> and the, the best recent memory Reds team that year that they lost to the to the Giants when they should have won. Well, and we he, had Quito, right? and he got hurt. In the Votto was MVP that year. So you know it was. So let's say Tom, we we do tank, and they trade Cozart. So we move our second baseman over to short. Right. Dilson Herrera. Anybody no, hear anything I don't, from him? Because I, I in, don't think he's hitting yet. In spring training, it was all about his shoulder. Yeah, and I don't think he's hitting in Triple A right now. And in spring well, training, you know what they there? did? They put him at DH. They didn't have him in the field. Really? at all. I don't think Scooter's a long-term solution. No, no, no. Scooter, he's not. Scooter's a utility player. Great pickup, though. Yeah, he's a, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Agree. Talk about a guy with little hearts popping out of his chest. <laughs> this guy here with Scooter Jeanette. Every time Scooter Jeanette gets a hit, I love that pickup. I said at the time that was a great pickup. I did. <laughs> and he's right. Who but he doesn't, he doesn't walk. He never walks. He's, he's on bases and great. But he does come up with some big plays and key hits. Plus, he's got a name Scooter. Who doesn't like that? Phil Rizzuto. <laughs> the original Scooter. Um, oh, wait. You know, another thing we're doing on this podcast is you were going to, like, reveal the nickname. Um, Jeff Gilbert was going to... Uh, I referred to Arismendi Alcantara as double A the other day and said that's where, he, that's where he belongs when he was about one for 12. But He's been on fire since he's been hitting, Then he had, like, five straight hits, so... I don't. I don't have a good double A. How about that? That's as good as I got. Not not Chevy Debbie do. Chevy Debbie do. <laughs> oh, that's great. That was, with yeah, a heart. When he with hit, a heart. When he hit that home. When he hit a home run like a week ago or something, and I texted Chevy Debbie do. Yeah, that was fun. Tom, I don't know if you know this. I've told Jeff, but when Chev gets a, a a clutch hit or a homer. I'm grabbing my phone and I'm hurrying up and saying Chev's before Jeff does. <laughs> I, I got to have the preemptive strike. All I have to say is Chef. That's and now I just do a heart. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to find a poster and get it for. He's for already Jeff. got one, I'm sure. You already yeah. got them all over your room. No. <laughs> is there a, when? Well, next year, assuredly, <laughs> there go. will be a bobblehead. There day. will be a Shebs bobblehead or poster day or bat souvenir day. bat day, and I'm going. I'll be I'll be there. I'll be one of those first twenty thousand. We'll be right with you, brother. I'll be one of those first twenty thousand in the in through the gates to get my. I thought uh, you say the first twenty. And <laughs> yeah, they're all going to give away twenty limited edition. It'll be more valuable. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Well, he's. Hey, but you're right. You know, you talk about well. You talk about top six. You know, I was watching um, sixty minutes last night for a while. 
and they were interviewing Theo that was, Epstein. That was a great, great piece. Did you see that? Yep. And Epstein talked about, you know, he built the Cubs offensively first instead of pitching. And that was interesting what he said. I mean, and the guys, look what he's done. He he, yeah. he brought a World Series to Boston. He brought one to Chicago. The guy, the guy's like pretty good. So <laughs> he his theory his theory on that was pitchers get hurt more. Offensive players can be more steady, productive, more consistent than pitchers tend to be. We're gonna build this. We're gonna build an offense, a young offense, and look what he's look at some of the bats he's got in that lineup. And we're gonna write. We're gonna carry that, and then we're just gonna have to keep remaking the pitching. You're gonna have to remake. Look how much people have to remake pitching staffs. You, it's it's like every year. Mind how you many think. people? How many teams? You know, when we had Latos and Bailey and Cueto and Leak, and, and Roy was our fifth guy. And yeah, and Roy. I think maybe two years in a row we had the same five man rotation back to back. We years. had guys go seven in, quality innings for the yeah. Reds on that yeah, team was yeah. seven innings. Yeah. But like two, that is such an anomaly that you could have two years in a row with like the same five guys in the rotation, pretty much all year. That's just weird. That doesn't happen. So I think he's onto something. Of like you know, we can make the offense consistent. We got this, and we're gonna have to remake pitching all the time. He also talked. It was interesting about the heart in players and yeah. how he was looking for character, the character in the heart um, of players. Now I was just thinking, who is that on the Reds? You know who who's the uh, Johnny Go- uh, Gomes? Remember Johnny Gomes? Oh, he was, remember how he was kind of the competitive mm-hmm. part yeah. behind those teams. Yeah. And by the way, he went to other teams and did well. Red yeah. Sox. Yeah, and he was that kind of guy. So who who, who, have, who is that on the Reds right now? I think it's early to tell. I don't know who that is. I mean, it's not Votto. I mean, Votto's no. a Votto's a mentor in, to some of these guys as hitters, but Votto is not. He's not that well, Billy. Billy is. Billy has a little bit of that. Billy's got a dance for every guy after their home run. He does. In the dugout. He's got a different dance and handshake and all that jazz. It's not Cozart. It's not Duvall. They're... It's not Suarez. No, he's no. a quiet guy. Right now, it's Billy's our emotional Billy's leader. Billy's like an emotional leader. Yeah, and I don't uh, know. You know, Bronson, I think, has been a good clubhouse presence for the Reds. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know about any of the, any of the bottom of the or the last, like, Shabler, Barnhart, Mazzarocco. I don't know about any of those guys as far as personality that way, but I think Billy's sort of the – and he's the catalyst anyway for yes. so much. Yeah. For him to keep hitting is just makes his team – they're better. When he's on base, they're just absolutely no better. About it. You get him on base twice a game, yeah, things I, are going to happen. I remember seeing him playing at Dayton um, when he was stealing 100 bases. I saw three or four games, and he'd get on base, and everybody was – the buzz in the crowd – and he's dancing off first, and the pitchers are rushing their deliveries. He's just steal, steal, steal. And you know it's coming. You, I wonder how they do, he does it physically, sliding that often on the ground. Remember um, Ricky Henderson when he set the stolen base record mm-hmm. that year? Mm-hmm. He was all bruised and beat up from all the steals he was doing. I'm sure Hamilton's the same thing. Oh yeah, there's not much to him, and he just he bounces along the <laughs> ground. There's just there's really nothing to him. That'll so. be hard. Yeah. All season, 162 games. Yeah. So, what do you think? Are we going to, is this going to be a team? What are we, were we seven and two? Then we went like, what, three and 11, and now we're like seven and one, or whatever the roller coaster is. Do you think that's going to continue to a degree, or do you think 
it's going to level out? Is it going to be all good? All I mean, it's not going to be – we're not going to go 7-1 and one every eight games, but we're not going to go 3-11 and 11 every 14. Is this a 500 team still, or what do you think? I'm really nervous about the next couple of weeks with going with the four-man rotation. With the four-man rotation, including Arroyo, Feldman, Adelman, yeah. And tonight's guy who doesn't imp- who has not impressed so far, rookie Davis. I'm really no. nervous about that. And you know, I and think the Yankees in, will be tough these next few games. Two to three weeks. We'll see how the Giants are. Yeah. Well, somebody Did made you it. hear the record? The Reds at ATT Park. Pack or whatever it is. Yeah. No. Fourteen and five. Really? The last nineteen games, they are wow. like fourteen and five in San Fran. Huh. Well, that's weird. It's a pitcher's park. Doesn't make a lot it of is. sense. It is. I mean, the whole West Division are pitcher's parks, pretty much, except for except for Denver. But so I think I think we would be happy. I don't want to speak for you guys, but I think we would be happy with a 500 team this year. Yeah, I mean, we we said before, well, maybe when they were in that bad funk a week ago, well, maybe they'll win 70 in the 70s. Yeah. 70 to 70 right now, they're on a pace for like 85, 86, probably. But we win 80 games. You know, I think that would be year. a great year with for them. what they have. It's a good year. Yeah. yeah, and I think I don't think it's a good year. I don't think it's a good year based on the lineup and the bullpen. I think it's a good year based on the rotation problems. Absolutely, it's starting pitching. Well, the lineup because it's youthful and it will probably have its ups and downs. You will see every one of these guys, all these young guys. No, maybe wait, not Joey. Wait, I was gonna say, wait a minute, what? Not Joey. That's not. And maybe not Cozart, but I think you're gonna. The first five are not youthful. Uh, Billy's what, Billy's 26, never had, 27? How many years has he been in the major leagues? Okay, About maybe four? maybe Billy maybe Billy will not have a big slump again. Cozart, I don't think will. They'll have their mini slumps. Votto won't. Duvall, Duvall the jury's, I, out. Duvall, the jury's out. Duvall, Duvall, I think I got faith. I got more faith in Duvall. I got pretty good faith in Suarez. <laughs> Suarez is. A young I love Shebler, but I understand that he has not done it for a whole year, and. Mezzaraka, we don't know what we're going to end up getting out of him. Right. He's still rusty. And, uh, and Barnhart's fine. He'll hit for a decent average, but he doesn't do much else. But, you know. I think he it, does a good job of throwing out runs. Well, he does. I mean, he's a good defensive player. Yeah, you can't He's get, a great guy. Well, off that's the, bench. the other thing about this team is they have, they are like the best defensive team in the league or one of the two or three best in Major League Baseball right now. They only have like 13 errors. Without Phillips. Without yeah mm-hmm. yeah he made a really good play on top ten the other day they showed it was it. vintage vintage Brandon Phillips going deep to his left catching the ball when it was past him spinning around on the ground getting up yeah. throwing a guy out at first it was well, it was like oh, so I, Thomas, I do miss you, that I was gonna say Thomas really interesting you you talk about okay let's say we're at ten games under and then I start thinking of Senzel he's tearing it up right now in Senzel is he. Yeah, well, not your boy. He's, he's right? still in Daytona. He's in single A. He's not coming up this year. But he has got the it factor. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay. Suarez depending on everything else, let's say let's say they move Cozart. Then you put Peraza at second. I'm sorry, Peraza moves from second to short. Or Suarez can play short. Suarez can play short. Do you keep Peraza at second, move Suarez to short? Yeah. Right. And put Sinzel at third. Yeah, right. that, that can happen down the road. It's Let him just, have a half a season of major league pitching to get him, yeah, oriented. Because yeah. he he is he is our our future. He's the number one prospect, and I saw him play a few times last year. The guy pounds. I mean, he hits it hard all yeah. the time. Hmm. 
and he looks like a major league player when you watch so him do you on the think field. We'll have him up he's later not. May? I think he's got work to do on the defensive side down there, but if he's a hard worker, I don't think yeah, anything to worry work about. Hasn't, you're right. What would you say? Do you think we will have him late April, early May? Because remember, the the Cubs did not bring up Chris Bryant until right. after a certain point because of that extra year right. of control. Well, I have a feeling he will be. He's in. I think he's still in Daytona, right? I think he. So sometime in June, good he, chance he'll be he'll a double be in A. Double a. If, he, if he if he and if he does really well there, right good now. chance he'll hit triple A in Louisville. He could. And or he could skip and go right they, up to Cincinnati come September. Depends on what kind of fat. Well, they could bring him up, give him some at-bats just to see yeah. how he handles it. Um, I don't know if they'll fast-track him or not. But right now you look at it like he's not an answer this year because he's in single A. He's not going to play in the majors. No, no, no. no. I'm not just saying this, this year. year. I'm saying for yeah. the future. But next year, it's possible. I mean, he's he played college ball. He's probably 22 or 23 now. Get him If he can hit, get him up there. And we got, but they got to be sure he can field the position. Our catcher. In the minor Stevenson, and yeah, he's still in Dayton because okay. he he was he was hurt like crazy last year didn't get to play much, okay. but he's been hit, he's been playing well. Dayton's off to a good start. Oki, who the guy they drafted out of Clemson last year, played in Dayton and hit the ball well. But the last I saw a week ago or whatever, he wasn't he wasn't really hitting who's in the, Daytona. So who's the high schooler? I'm trying to remember they drafted from the Atlanta area the same year they drafted Sinzel. Well, Oki and Sinzel were the top two picks last year. Or they maybe last year or two years. Last ago? year, because they signed. Kid, they, there was a kid They signed from, and played in Billings for about a two weeks. There and was then a came high schooler they got out of the state. Well, that's of Georgia. Stevenson, I think. Two years ago, I think that's Stevenson. He wasn't a catcher though. No, I don't remember. I'll have to go back and look. You're doing. right though, Kim. If if all of a sudden we start losing. All of a sudden, things change, and they start throwing people out there. And yeah, it just, becomes not as fun to watch anymore because they're just throwing whoever out there to try them. Yeah, which is what we dealt with last year a lot. Right. So, you know, we'll see. All right, so let's say we have our next podcast a week from now. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you think the Reds are going to be a week from now? Um, Go around the horn. I think, I think they probably, between now and then, they probably play 500 ball. They're going on the road. They're if we can out, do that, I'll take They're it. going out west. They got the Yankees in town. I don't know what the score is now because we're we're paused the game here. But uh, um, they got the Yankees for two games. You don't. I mean, to beat the Yankees twice is going to be tough. Right. Go to San Francisco and then Chicago coming back. I mean, if they, if, they, if they can win half their games before they get back home, they'll still be three, four games over five hundred and. Maybe not in first place anymore if the Cubs get hot, but uh, the Cubs, I you know the Cubs, I think will be good in the end. They just they're starting pitching. Their pitching is, is it's not, not that yeah. it's, it's not what it was last year. Last year you just knew what you had and you always got it. I mean Lester, I think will still be good. Arietta's not what he was. No. Maybe he will be. Lackey is a guy who's had good good years, so so years. You know that type of that type of pitcher. So Hendricks Hendricks still pitching for him. Yeah, he he had to pinch hit last night late. <laughs> <laughs> was, Maddie, I woke. Ball. I went to bed. I turned off the light after the the ninth inning of that game. As soon as Rizzo got hit by that pitch and they went to extra innings, I turned it off. I woke up around just before two. Looked at my phone and saw it was still going, and they'd just taken the lead. So I turned it on and I watched the rest, the last fifteen minutes of it. You know, there were more strikeouts in that game last night than I any heard. game in Major League history. I wow. Heard. 47, I think. And one of the teams, I don't know if it's Chicago or the Yankees, but 
when a team they had the most strikeouts ever from from their pitchers and the most strikeouts ever from their hitters. Yeah, I mean every pitcher, if you look at the box, every guy that pitched one inning, which pretty much a lot of guys did, all had at least one strikeout. And the starters had like nine and ten, through mm. like seven, so it was already a high strikeout, pretty high strikeout game. So that was, it was six hours long, longest Sunday night game in history. And then it was funny, I I had it on and I was getting ready to turn it off, and of course the game's over. They they talked to uh, Starlin Castro. And they pop on Sports Center right away, and the guys on Sports Center were funny. They said, "Well, there we go." Starlin Castro was just the interview for the star of the game. He went over eight, eight, but yeah. he not, but he had the winning RBI on a fielder's choice. Fielder's choice. <laughs> so that was pretty funny, you know. And a Cub, former Cub, taking it, taking it to the Yankees. So, all right, anything else? We wrap this up. I'll just end by saying, if we can go five hundred now, seven games, but if we can finish three and four. If we lose, the, if we get swept by the Yankees, that makes us three and six. That's not good. Now we're at five hundred. Yeah. yeah. So, pending again on this pause because we're down three to one as far as we know. In the second. If we can split this one at worst, and then go three and four, that puts us two games over five hundred. In just what, oh, a week from now, a little over, a little over a week from now. I am worried that without Garrett. You know, we're missing a, the closest thing we have to a ace. Well, maybe. Maybe. Adelman's been pitching well. And, you know, and Feldman, great start yesterday. I don't expect every time, but maybe he's going to – maybe he'll have a little run of – maybe he'll have five or six good starts in a row. You know, pitchers do that. Starting pitchers do that. They'll have four or five, six good starts in a row and then mm-hmm. sort of be themselves again. And that's the best we can – I mean, all you can do is hope because we don't have – we don't have the hammers that we're supposed to have. So. Yep. Anyway, let's – uh. What was our trivia question again? Where did Pete Rose hit three home runs? What year was it? I'm going to tell you, it was either 77 or 78. Okay. And you were there? Yeah. Jay from the left Jay side? Did you ball glove on your hand? Was it from the left side, or did you do it from both sides? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I really don't remember. I think they were all three lefty. I remember the last one because the last one barely cleared the outfield wall. And he was between first and second, and I can remember as he was going, put that pump that fist in the air that it went over as he was going between again first and second base, and I vividly remember that still. Yeah, of course, Pete Rose was already around first base That's before right. it went he, over the fence. He was sprinting. He, <laughs> it was a high one that barely went over. All right, all right. Well, with that, we will bid you adieu. Say go Reds, beat the Yankees, beat the Giants, beat the Cubs, and whoever else dare come to uh, Great American Ballpark after that. We'll see you later.